Welcome to It's About Him Ministries with Denise Robinson. It is my desire that you would be encouraged and inspired by this broadcast and that you would trust Jesus no matter what and believe him for the impossible. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. you are enjoying this day. Yes, it might be a little slippery out, but we thank God anyhow. You know why? Because we are in the land of the living. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Well, starting on February the 5th, It's About Him Ministries will be aired on radio 1500 AM, same station, but on Sundays from 1.15 to 1.30 PM. It will no longer be aired on Saturdays at this time. So please be sure to make note of that. And we want you to, I want you to continue to listen. Just remember in February, the day and time will change and you can listen to me after church. How about that? Well, I appreciate you listening to the broadcast this past year. My prayer is that this broadcast is making a difference in your lives. If one person is changed for the better, then it is all worth it. It's About Him Ministries has been aired a little over one year. Wow. Can you believe that? Praise be to God. It doesn't seem like that year went by so quickly. One year anniversary. How about that? Well, it's 2017. I'm excited about this year. Do you have your expectations high for what you are expecting God to do in your life? Well, I do. And I'm expecting God to do great and mighty things through me and for me. I'm believing him to do great and spectacular things in my life for his glory. I'm expecting him to use me mightily for his good pleasure. And you know what? I challenge you to do the same. So get your expectations high. Get them out there for God to do the miraculous, the impossible in Luke Chapter one, verse 37 in the Amplified Bible, it says, for with God, nothing is or ever shall be impossible. Praise God. So expect God to move for you in 2017. Expect the best for your life. Imagine the extraordinary. It is God's desire for you to be the best and to have the best. Well, last week, I continued the teaching from Bishop Ivy Hillier's book, Reimagining how to jumpstart your best life. We learned about the concept of biblical medica- meditation. Hallelujah. We learned to meditate on God's word and that there were three types of experiences, natural, soulish, and spiritual. We also learned that God often had men in the Bible to visualize their promises before they came to pass. So this week, I will continue teaching from Bishop Hillier's book. We will focus on chapter eight, the power of perception, the subconscious. According to Merriam-Webster dictionary, perception means the way you think about or understand someone or something. Our belief system determines how we perceive things. Perception is the interpretation of events based on personal beliefs, emotional, and intellectual position. 
your perception of things are the result of your conscience and your subconscious mind. They have digested or have established information as relevant or what it becomes known as truth. So have you, for example, have you ever lost something like your keys? You tell yourself your keys are lost. You don't know where to find them. Well, according to Bishop Hillier, you give yourself the belief that your keys are lost. Then on this assumed reality, signals are sent throughout your body, triggered by the subconscious mind or your autopilot and lock out the senses to recognize the assumed lost objects. So it sends a message that if the item is lost, you cannot see it, you cannot touch it, you cannot hear it, and you must experience tension because you have suffered loss. So as a result, you can lock, you can be looking right at the keys on the table and not recognize them. Hmm. So science calls this phenomenal scotoma. Scotoma is a blind spot that is generated in your senses toward the object that is perceived to be lost. You automatically lock out the sensory mechanisms to find it because you have told yourself that the object is lost. Now, this is a key statement. You tend to automatically block out things that are contrary to your belief system. Therefore, your belief system controls your life. So we have to be careful what we put in, you know, what we're thinking about. This sounds like what Jesus said in the Bible concerning what was possible for us in Mark 9, verse 23. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Now your subconscious and your conscience have the task of defining, handling, and stirring your reality and automatically keeping you locked into your belief system. So what has been established in your in you as a belief will regulate your life. Now this deep-seated beliefs that you have or about life or about who you are and about what is possible for us actually controls our lives. So just think about it. The way you perceive things is based on the way you think how you think about life in general, your life and others, your environment or situations and circumstances you face are all stemmed from your own way of thinking or your own paradigm. The Bible says it best in Proverbs 23 and seven, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. This is why it is so crucial that we meditate on God's word and feed our spirit being the things of life and not of death. Philippians 4, 8 in the New King James Bible, it tells us to think on these things, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report. If there is any virtue or if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So it is so important what information we allow to come into our minds. From birth, we have been storing up information about the world, what the world is like. We have built our own version of what is possible for us, and we have established that as truth. We then evaluate everything based on what we have come to believe is true. Now, the quality of our lives and what we accomplish in life then will be determined by this validity of these stored beliefs. So you are limited 
only by your own ability to perceive and develop your potential. So we limit ourselves. Normally, limits are set based on past accomplishments or reliable information and thus determines our future possibilities. So once you decide that you can't do a thing, your subconscious or your, what I like to say, your little automatic pilot takes over and goes to work to keep you from performing it. And the opposite is true. If you have an established belief that you can do something, again, your subconscious process takes over to help you perform it. So your subconscious is stubborn. You have to learn how to communicate with yourself in such a way to properly instruct your subconscious. I realize that sounds odd or weird, but what I'm saying is that your subconscious will only release what it believes is truth and real and accepts a replacement reality when communicated to it properly. So we have to know what to replace it with. So I'm going to quote this directly from Bishop Hilliard's book. It says, communication or programming the mental complex on this level is essential because the subconscious and conscience define for you who you are. Your self-image is affected by the realities assessed from the conscious by the subconscious. So one key to your performance is your self-image. If you positively change your self-image, you would also raise the level of performance, unquote. Do you remember in the Bible when God delivered the children of Israel from the Egyptian bondage and brought them under the leadership of Moses to the borders of the promised land? Well, this is in um, Numbers, the book of Numbers. They had to decide if they were going to stay in the wilderness or if they were going to possess the land. They decided to send out 12 spies, one from each tribe. 10 of the 12 spies came back with a negative report of their ability to possess the land of promise. They reported that the land was everything God said it would be. However, their decision was to retreat and not to move forward on God's promise. This was not based on God's lack of commitment or ability. This was solely based on their negative perception of themselves and how they perceived others saw them. So in Numbers 13, let's go to Numbers 13, 33. It reads as follows. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so were, and so we were in their sight. So they did not make it to the promised land because of their inferiority complex. Instead, they died in the wilderness. So just like us today, unfortunately, many will die with their dreams left inside of them because of fear. Many of us have not walked through the door of opportunity because we have devalued ourselves or we are overwhelmed because of the fear of failure. So to change the quality of our lives and what God has intended for us to have and to accomplish what he has intended for us to achieve, we must change our speech or what is fed 
into our subconscious. We must speak the language that our subconscious understands or properly reprogram our subconscious so we can receive the results that we were intended to have by God. The subconscious and conscience speaks a unique language, according to Bishop Hilliard. They communicate in three-dimensional language. So what are these three dimensions to the language of the subconscious? Well, number one, words which trigger, two, images or pictures, and three, feelings or emotions. So your belief system is not affected by the academic information alone, but by both information and experience. I will illustrate this with riding a bike. Riding a bike, first of all, reading information about riding a bicycle never substitute for the actual riding experience. You need both. You need the academic and you need the actual experience. So the concept of systematic meditation is a process which provides a spiritual experience that communicates correctly with the conscience and the subconscious to affect immediate and lasting change. So this is what we need to practice to do, practice doing. The mind cannot easily tell the difference between the actual experience and a meditation experience that we vividly imagine. I encourage you to memorize and to meditate on Mark 9.23 in your favorite Bible translation. But let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to give you praise. I pray that the listeners understand that their subconscious affects their belief system and their belief system are formed from their experiences and thoughts. I pray that all faulty and negative information in our subconscious that are hindering us from growing in you or obeying you must be uprooted and replaced with your word and with your godly wisdom that you have provided so that we can become all that you have intended us to be in your holy son, Jesus name. Amen and amen. Well, come back next Saturday at the same time. And remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him. Jesus. I trust you are blessed by this broadcast. I would like to hear from you. You can send your praise report or your prayer request to it's about him ministries at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you would like to partner with this ministry, you can send your contributions to it's about him ministries at gmail.com by way of PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. We're